Episode 20, The Six Steps to Wealth Consciousness. Hi, this is Ruth Elizabeth Hancock and welcome to Work Your Energy, which is a show all about how to thrive in this energetic universe that we live in. And this week, we're going to be taking a closer look at money and in particular, our money mindset, because I am meeting more and more people who are struggling financially in their life, especially after COVID, which is why I've just launched a money course that we can all do together so that we can all work together on our money beliefs, our money blocks, our money stories and start clearing a lot of this ancestral beliefs around poverty, survival, famine and struggle that we've all inherited from our ancestors. It starts next week on the 27th of June and I'm launching it at a very, very good price of $249.50. And this is because it's a founder's fee. It's a brand new program. And I may need to tweak a few things in the next six months before I launch it again. But when it launches again in six months time, it will be double that price. We don't just work on our beliefs around money, though. We also will be doing energy clearings, energy healings, and working on an energetic level intuitively to understand what ancestral blocks and beliefs that we are operating from, and then we'll look at starting to clear them as we go through the program. So it's a money mindset program with a difference, and I've already had some great feedback on it, which you can see on my Instagram handle, which is at Work Your Energy Podcast. Okay, so let's dive straight into today's episode, which is the six steps to wealth consciousness. And this is my take on stepping into a wealth consciousness and what I've learned over the past five years whilst working on my own money mindset. None of this is an overnight thing. It takes time and we need to develop habits and a lifestyle around our wealth consciousness so that we can start to live with these new good habits in our life every single day. And that's step five, which I will come back to in a bit. But let's start with step one, which is essentially what I talk about in all of my podcasts, which is energy first. Before you do anything else in the physical world, always work on your energy first. Always make sure that your energy is cleared, your space is cleaned, your levels of resistance understood and worked on. Ensure that you let things go from your life so that you're not holding on to stagnant energy which you no longer need in your life. So the simplest way to align with energy first is to meditate every single morning. And this will allow you to really become more coherent in your life. It will allow you to pull back all of that energy, put it back into your mind It will allow you to become stronger and more resilient in yourself, in your body. And it will allow you to start using the energy field of the brain, the mind, to start creating the reality, the true reality that you wish to experience in this world. 
Meditating every morning will also allow you to maintain this positive and upbeat sense of self and mindset for the day ahead, which will change everything. It also allows you to, to sit in the energy field for a good half hour, hour every morning, where you start to understand what intentions you want to set for the day ahead, what visualizations you want to practice for the day ahead, start to visualize your dreams, start to see your dreams in your mind's eye, and then work on your mindset so that you can stop sabotaging yourself from realizing or reaching these dreams. Because often we understand what we want from our mind's eye, our higher self, our higher mind, very, very easily. We can see our dreams, we can see our visions and what it is that we want to experience in this world. But then the inner critic or the ego gets in and starts telling us that we're not good enough, that we're not able to have this, that this is something that we're not able to do in this world. And of course, this is just chatter. It's not true, and it's based around a lot of limiting beliefs that we have in our body, which clearing it, the more that we start to clear these belief structures that are not helping us in our life, the more we can start to hear our higher mind, and the more we can start to create or manifest more quickly in our life as well. Manifesting or creating is something that we can all do and we are already all doing, but the more that we become more energy and more light, the faster we'll be able to manifest what we truly want in this world. The more density that we have in our body, or the more belief structures or trapped negative emotions we have in our body, the longer it will take to manifest and in fact the more struggle will manifest into our life instead. So spending that first half hour, hour of every single day to begin with, you can lighten up a little bit once you get better at it, but every day to begin with will really help you to align yourself to this energy first approach in your life. And once your energy is, is set and set for the day ahead, then you'll find that everything in that day ahead will flow so much more easily because you're already in a very strong state of flow. So step two is to be more intentional in your life. So when we focus on what we want, we switch our reticulator activating system on, which allows us to then start seeing what it is that we want around us and start attracting what we want around us. So being more conscious of what you truly want, maybe even writing down your goals to support that, and being more conscious of what you're actually creating and the reality that you're actually experiencing, being more conscious of, of what your true beliefs are deep down. Now, I've always found the best way to, to be more intentional is to get really inside yourself first so that you're understanding your, your why, your reason for why you're doing this, your purpose, or our big life vision, if you like, then I think life and business just become so much easier. And we start to not only be more true to ourselves and what it is that we truly want in our life, but it also gives us motivation and resilience to get back up when things go wrong or when life becomes a little bit more difficult, which it will, living in this low-density physical world. So keep your life vision in your mind. And this is something I talk about in my new book, which is called Work Your Energy, the same as my podcast. And getting back into that big vision that you have for your business and your life all the time. And I always encourage people to stretch themselves beyond 
what they're currently thinking. Because whatever you think you're capable of, I can guarantee that you're capable of so much more than that. And we truly are limitless when you get down to the nitty gritty of, of who and what we are. So always think bigger. So essentially, when you think small, you will only ever get small ideas coming into your head. When you start to think big, you will get big ideas coming into your head. And I, I see this so often with entrepreneurs is that they're just not pushing themselves in that way. They're just not really understanding what they're truly capable of. And often they're chasing that next client, you know, or chasing this next $100 or whatever it may be. But actually, we should be coming up above our business and our life and looking down on it from a bird's eye view so that we can understand the big picture more. So then we're not sort of chasing, you know, the small things. We're actually understanding what's our big vision, what's our, our purpose, our, our reason for doing this. And then that helps us to plan more in our business and to get more organized. For example, if you don't know what your overall purpose or, or vision is for your business, then often when you're being approached by different people to maybe you know, to, um, to, to go and do this podcast or to go and be part of this or to collaborate with this, you know, or you get different clients coming through, if you're not aware of your big vision within, within that, then you'll be pulled off in different directions and you just won't have the energy and the time to be able to achieve all these different things because you don't have that, that central inner resilience of where you know what you want and where you're going. And once you get, once you connect back to that inner knowing or knowledge of what it is that you're doing, why you're doing this business, what it is you're trying to achieve with it, and what sort of global impact you're trying to achieve with it, then it will be easy for you to explore opportunities, say no to opportunities that are not aligned with that big vision that you have, and say yes to opportunities that are. And then the more opportunities you say yes to, the more that you will then start to attract more of those aligned opportunities to you. Because there's always an energetic level to everything that we're doing in the physical world and our intentions are that energetic level. So getting really inside what our true intentions are for the actions that we take, for the decisions that we make, what, what is the true intention behind it? And as long as you're always aware of what the big life vision you have, it will give you so much more resilience and so much more focus to be able to carry on doing more of it. And of course, you'll get more energy as well. And you won't feel so pulled off into different directions as you may be at the moment. So I always say to people, think beyond the money for a minute, because money is just energy and money just flows. It flows around you all the time. And it's the different beliefs that we have that are stopping us from attracting it or receiving it, which I'll come to next. Try and see money as an energy source instead and understand that we need to think beyond money. For most people, money is not a good enough motivator to help them do things in their business. We need to have something a little bit more meaningful than that. And for many people, people have different beliefs around money all the time. So I always encourage people to try and think beyond money, tap into your reason for why you're doing this and your, you know, your reason for living, your reason for being, if you like, your, you know, your reason for why did you start this business? 
why you're still doing it. What's the point behind it? Think beyond money and try and find something a little bit more meaningful and deeper to grab hold of. And I'm sure that there'll be something in there that you can find that will help you to drive your intentions and your energy forward in that way. Number three is never stop doing the journaling or the belief work. Understanding what's truly in your subconscious mind is going to change everything for you so fast. Because if you're not currently earning or making the money that you want to make, then there is most likely a reason for that. And the reason will probably be that you have belief structures inside your, your subconscious mind that are, are not supporting the money or wealth that you want to be making in your life. The more you create awareness around these beliefs, the faster you are then freeing up space and releasing trapped energy, trapped emotions, trapped memories, whatever they may be, from your energy field. And you're now freeing up space so that you can now experience or attract more of the abundance and prosperity that you're surrounded by daily. Our beliefs really are everything in this reality that we live in. And our beliefs are already creating the reality that we see around us. When we shift our beliefs and our perceptions around what we're seeing, we, if, when we change our internal self, we change our external world. And this is so fundamental. It is a really crucial part of all of this. And again, that's why I've put together this money mindset program, this wealth consciousness program, where we're going to be working on our beliefs twice a year journaling and understanding what's in there, what can we change, what have we inherited from our ancestors, and how can we start to release all of this trapped energy that is not helping us. Number four is financial tracking. So we need to be tracking our money every single day, or at least every single week. And that's just simply money coming in and money coming out. And that's for two reasons. First of all, money coming in, we can start to switch our reticulator activating system onto it. So whatever it is we're focusing on, then that's where our energy goes. And then that's what we're going to be creating more of. And secondly, it allows us to feel grateful for what it is that we've already received or achieved or reached in our life. Then tracking the finances going out of our life allows us to keep a handle on whether or not we may be sabotaging ourselves. Many of us have limiting beliefs around money slipping through our fingers, or we can't hold on to money, or maybe we witnessed our parents not being able to manage money properly. And so we've inherited these same sort of belief structures, which can be much, much more hidden and quite hard to find. And we can understand if they're there based on how fast money is going out of our life. If you find that you're earning lots of money, but equally you've still got nothing in your bank account, then maybe you have a money drain in there somewhere. And so your beliefs need to be explored around that so you can start to understand what have I inherited and picked up in terms of beliefs from my childhood or my ancestors that I'm now broadcasting out into the world around me. Number five is habits and lifestyle, as I talked about earlier. And that's because the habits that we put in place really do create the reality that we experience, that we have. Because changing something, and this is why things don't change overnight, we can change our beliefs on one day and feel absolutely great. But they tend to come back if we don't then keep practicing 
and embodying and living in this new reality that we want to live in. So we can spend a week working through all these different beliefs, journaling and clearing as many things as we can, but sometimes they can come back. And this depends, first of all, how deep rooted they are. Some of these beliefs can be very, very deep rooted and I think probably go back two, three thousand years in down our ancestral line. And secondly, it depends what other beliefs they're linked to. So I see a lot in people that they have financial or money blocks that are linked to low self-worth blocks. So this is something which is coming up in, in many people. So you have to tackle the two of them together. And as you may be aware of already, trying to clear beliefs around low self-worth or not feeling good enough or imposter syndrome can be really, really hard to clear because they are so deep-rooted into our collective consciousness. So it's something that we need to be working on all the time. I always say to people, declutter often, clear your energy, clear your workspace. Try and buy things based around your high vibrational emotions. So I always say to people, don't buy something just because, just for the sake of buying it. Buy something because you truly want it, you'll truly value it, and you'll truly appreciate it. Because then every time you wear it, or every time you look at it, you're going to always have this very deep sense of joy in your life that you've got this, this thing in your life that you so badly wanted before. And of course, there's always the time-money balance, which is something I'm always saying to clients. Your time is just as important as your money. And we can be busy saving so much money in our life, but then we are squandering our time. So it's important to look at both, I believe, and understand that time is equally as important and look at ways that you can save time as well as save money. And finally, number six is patience. And the reason that I've given this an entire section of its own is because it is so fundamental. And I work with so many people who are just, you know, they're always feeling very, very frustrated, very annoyed, very resentful because things are just not happening fast enough for them. And you really do have to just keep that resilient attitude, you know, of don't give up, don't give up. So many people give up just before they're about to make success of themselves, just before they're about to achieve what it is that they want. And we don't want to be in that same category. So it really is about creating a positive habit that you can implement into your life daily and creating a wealth consciousness so that you can truly step into and embody that person, that being that you want to be. These beliefs that we hold, these limiting beliefs that we hold in our energy field are so deep-rooted and they are so ingrained into our collective consciousness, into our psyche, and they take time. But the more you work on your beliefs, the more you're also clearing the beliefs of the collective consciousness as well. So the more of us that do this, the better we're making the world better for every single person in it, including our children and the next generations to come. So try not to get despondent, try and stay positive and focused and know that whatever you do is making a difference and just try and enjoy your life at the same time. Um, keep trusting that it's going to happen, trust in yourself. Work on getting that deep trust into your life so that you're truly trusting yourself, you're truly trusting the energy field that you exist in. We do not manifest based on what we want. We manifest based on who we are. 
So in order to have this wealth consciousness lifestyle that you want, you need to embody and become that person that you want. So you need to become that wealthy, abundant person. And that means that you, you need to live in that lifestyle. You need to live in that way of being and thinking. So don't deny yourself. Don't buy the cheapest thing because it's cheap. Accept that some things you may have to save up for because that's what you truly want and work then on manifesting the money that you want into your life so that you can actually pay for it. And this again works very well because we're energetically pulling it to us. And as we do this, we start to energetically attract the wealth to us that we need as well in order to have what it is that we want. So it's maintaining that positive heart-led approach to our finances, to our life and to our business and understanding that this is a lifelong thing, which is why I created my money program as a lifelong program. I've been working on my money mindset for the past five years. It's something that every year it gets better, but it takes time. As John Lennon once famously said, our life is what happens when we're busy trying to achieve our goals. And that I think is so fundamental because that's exactly it. Occasionally we need to actually come out of the computer and look up and see the world for what it is. And it's beautiful when we take the time to look around us and experience and feel grateful for everything that this world has to offer. So don't focus on what you don't have, focus on what you do have and focus on all the positivity and joy and beauty that we're surrounded by every single day in this beautiful natural world that we live in. And trust that things will get better because they will they will get better. And when I'm saying this, if you now hear that little inner critic inside your voice, inside your mind saying, no, they won't. No, they won't. You don't deserve it. You're not good enough. Then know that you have these deep rooted belief structures going on in there that you need to work on. You need to start journaling around why you have limiting beliefs that are, t that are coming up in your mind why you have that little voice inside your head telling you that you're not good enough to have this, that you, won't, that you don't deserve this, that you will never have it, because it's simply not true. This is the inner critic, this is the ego, these are limiting beliefs and they're not real. So don't listen to them, move back into that positive high vibrational state and stay in there as often as you can during the day. So finally, I want us to come back to step one, which is energy first. And this is, we can see these six steps as a loop and they all work together harmoniously. And so we're always feeding back into step one, which is energy first. And this is so important. Always work on your energy first. Work on your positivity first. Work on understanding your true intentions around things first. I talk about this a lot in a previous podcast where I talk about energetic sales and it's understanding what is the true intention that you're sending out there when you are talking to people, maybe when you're selling to people, whatever it may be, what are your real intentions? So for example, in the supermarket, you may be reaching out to buy yourself the better quality item of food and then this little voice in your head says, no, you can't afford that, put that back. Well then, now, that little voice in your head now becomes the intention. That is the energy now that you're broadcasting, you're sending out. Because when you move out of denial energy, which is you know, where many of us are sitting, and you move into I can energy, or I am energy, or I have energy, 
then this is already much more high vibrational. So now you've shifted your energetic frequency and you've now really raised it and lifted it up. So you're now in this frequency, this high vibrational frequency of I, I deserve what I want. I'm going to have what I want. I deserve what I want. And you can put in strategies in place in whatever way that you want. And from this high vibrational platform that you're now sitting in, it is going to be far easier to create and manifest the life that you want, to manifest more money into your business. So that you, so you're now sitting on this higher vibrational platform, and your energy is going to be flowing in a much higher vibrational way, which is always going to be a positive thing. I definitely think that we need to treat money with respect, and we need to be wise and disciplined in the way that we work with money. And I think that we also have to have this high level of respect towards what it is that we are receiving and having in our life. This is why I don't like the throwaway culture that we're currently sitting in at the moment because I think it's very disrespectful to nature. It's disrespectful to money. I think it's disrespectful to the people that make these things. They're not being paid a fair wage. I think that this is something which is not respecting the environment and the world that we live in. Okay, so you can always reach out to me on elizabeth at elizabethhancock.com and that's Elizabeth spelt with an S in both cases or hello at ruthelizabethhancock.com and again Elizabeth with an S or you can reach out to me on social media which probably is easier and I'm on at Work Your Energy podcast on Instagram and Facebook and at Work Your Energy on Twitter. Okay, so have a great week, have a great weekend, and I'll catch up with you next week. Okay, thanks for listening. Bye.